This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Folks, the only hope for victory over bitterness, the only hope that you have that that instance in the past, that family turmoil, that burden that you bear, that injustice that was done that so aggravates you to this moment. The only way you'll ever have hope and ever get victory in that is when you find your help and hope and future and forgiveness in God. You see, you don't have the power to overcome that. I don't have the power to overcome that. We don't have the power to overcome that, but God does. And he makes it available. And Joseph said, I've tried real hard, but the bottom line is, God hath helped me to forget. The ability to forget comes from God. Firstborn. The Bible says that he forgot Massive. all my, I forgot all wow. my toil. He says, because and God all my father's house hath made me forget all my toil. My and all my Joseph got house. over a whole he lot. He said, didn't I'm going to name him. There's a verse of scripture forget that him. I'd like to share with you. I'll read because it to you. God in the book of Ephesians, chapter way, four, verses thirty one and thirty two. The, the scripture says, Let I've all bitterness and wrath I've been and anger and clamor and evil speaking anyway. be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another. Some people like Tender hearted, forgive forgiving forget. one another. How many of you Even say, as God, for Christ's right. sake, hath forgiven you. The truth you. of the matter is, Joseph, What's the Bible teaches? when he said, I'll tell God, you, the Bible teaches that, that day, evil speaking, wrath, bitterness, anger, toys. clamor, and, all and malice are the direct opposite. All the way forgotten about his father's house and kindness. Toils, he would have had to name tender Manasseh, and I forgot and why I named you Manasseh. Those he two, those things, those subjects cannot come together. Recollection they cannot work together. They are opposite. And we must choose family. And all to rest in God the and give in prison. up he would have bitterness, had a wrath, he anger, that it clamor, happened. and evil speaking in but order that we might have this. kindness, got to the place that tender heartedness, of the trouble that he faced in the past, God had given him the ability Even to go forward, for move Christ's forward, sake, and he didn't spend all of his time aggravated, upset, so at this and moment angry. In Joseph's life, at what folks when he's thinking about all that past. God has done, and all of he his said, blessings. I want to thank God for this, so in spite of all the pain. One, our every last one of us have something to be thankful we'll for. In this passage of Scripture, when he thought about the blessings of God, he says, out for us. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. He says, for God. The Bible says, I'm going to name him hath made Manasseh because my toil. God what did, what did Joseph hath do? helped me. He says, I want to give and God me and given me the ability. The Bible makes it very plain that this is forget. the word of Joseph. I don't know and about Joseph you, but come to I don't want to be that if he was going to forgive by anything, meaning not worry about it all the time, think about it all the time. I don't want to be controlled by anger I don't want to be controlled by the past. And I can't have so this life have that God has designed for me. I can't have the peace, to the joy, rest in through God. the Spirit that God has designed for me if I live in bitterness. I think we ought to take just a moment and find something and name it Manasseh.
name it Manasseh and say, I'm giving God the glory for the ability to forget. To forget. Number two, Ephraim. We move from our forgetting to number two, our fruitfulness. Now, it's one thing to forgive, but then Jacob, I mean, Joseph says, hey, on top of that, God has allowed us to be fruitful. Now, Joseph has baby number two, and the Bible says, the name of the second called he Ephraim. Why? He says, because God has caused us to be fruitful. Man, there's so much going on in Joseph's life at this moment, and God had blessed in such a mighty way. That's something I want to bring to your attention. His second son was fruitful, not his first. There's a divine order here in the Scriptures. His second son was fruitful because you can't be fruitful and then because of your fruitfulness you decide, oh, I think I'll forget and forgive. There's a divine order. A lot of folks are spending a lot of time in their lives unfruitful because they will not forgive. Unfruitful because they hold the bitterness and the grudge. Unfruitful because they'll not get to the place where they're willing to give their burden to the Lord. There's a divine order. He says, my second son, I'm going to call him Ephraim. So I'm going to call him Ephraim, for God hath caused me to be fruitful. Why was Joseph fruitful? God. I mean, we must always give God the glory and God the credit and trust in the Lord. If you have some form of earthly fruitfulness that is apart from God and contrary to God, it's not a blessing at all. But all the blessings of God are amazing. And Joseph named his boy Ephraim. He says, For God hath caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. I think this is the most beautiful part of this whole passage. What does Joseph say? God has caused me to be fruitful because I finally got to go home and do what I wanted to do, the way I wanted to do it, when I wanted to do it. I have everything my way. No. He says, God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. I think that so many of us miss this beautiful point to the Christian life. God gives us fruitfulness in the land of affliction. God gives us peace in the midst of the storm. God gives us purpose when everything seems to be falling apart. God gives us joy when no one else seems to be having joy. God is the answer. We think somehow if I can get out of the land of affliction, then I can have what I want. Hogwash. That's my favorite Greek word today. It's foolish. It's a lie from Satan. Satan tells you, if your circumstances will change, then you'll be full of joy and everything will be great and you'll be happy. I'll just tell you something. If you're miserable right now, your circumstances can become everything you dreamed they could become and you'll still be rotten. How many of you Christian people, you probably got to maybe have a few more years on you than me, but you've sought something thinking it would fulfill, but when you got it, it didn't. Who in this congregation can say amen to that? I can say amen to that. If I can just have this, 
I found out most people, when they get this, are more desperate and miserable than they were before. What did Joseph do? He said, I am trusting God to help me to get over the bitterness of the past. And I'm thanking God that it's not controlling me, that it's not ruling my life, that the bitterness and the injustice that has been served me, and if anybody was done wrong, Joseph was done wrong. He says, I'm just thanking God that he's given me the ability to not be ruled by it. Folks, if you are ruled by bitterness and injustice, I beg you, Give it to God. Give it to Jesus. Roll it over on him. Ask God to give you a forgiving spirit. Something I find interesting is Joseph was willing to give up the ammo that he had from the past. You know, some of us have our past, and we have it like it's like a bag, and some, this person did that, and this person did that, and we record it in our bag. And we just, we take it and we just throw it in here and we carry it around with us because, you know, we might need that sometime. You know, she may say something that I don't like. <laughs> and I'll just remind her. Here's what you did to me 57 and a half years ago. We use them. We take those things and we use them against people. And Satan wants you to take your bag of bitterness. And he wants you to carry it around with you everywhere. He wants it to weigh you down. And he wants you to have it. And he wants you to esteem it to a certain place where it's got value. You think, this is my case. I've made my case against this person and against this circumstance. This is my, this is my bag. It's valuable. I may need this sometimes. You know what Joseph did? He could have carried that bag around to Egypt, to Potiphar's house, to prison, back to Pharaoh's house, and he could have opened up the bag when his brothers come walking into his presence and dumped the whole thing on them and off with your heads. But you know what he chose to do instead? He left the bag and the trash, and he sat himself in a place so he could be used of God for the glory of God. And he rescued his entire family from condemnation. He saved the entire nation of Israel. God used him in a mighty way. Now, had Joseph carried his bag and cut off all their heads, who knows what would have happened, how it would have changed things. Had Joseph done that, he wouldn't have known how it would have affected the future. But I want to say this to you. If you're carrying your bag around of injustices that have been cast your way, and you're ready at a moment's notice to take someone's head off, I just want you to think about it for just a minute. What future are you changing? I'll tell you something. These two boys, Manasseh and Ephraim, they benefited greatly from their father doing the right thing. And generations of people after 
them have benefited greatly from Joseph doing the right thing. I'll just tell you something. Bitterness from mom and dad and mama and papa and whoever you, whatever you call them. It does great damage and disservice to generations to come. Joseph said, you know, I could hold it against them. He says, but I think I'll just name you Manasseh. And I could hold it against you, but I think I'll just name you Ephraim. Because God has caused me to be fruitful. God has caused me to be fruitful. Oh, it's beautiful. He says, God's caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. One last verse of Scripture, I'll read it to you from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter number four, 3 and verse 13. The Bible says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What did Paul say he was going to do? He says, you know, they've been very unkind. I've had great difficulty, but I'm going to forget those things that are behind, and I'm going to reach to those things that are before, and I'm going to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Here's my question. The current path that you're on in regards to bitterness, forgiveness, forgetting, the current path you're on, is it that path described by Paul that forgot the things behind and reached forth the things before? Is it pressing toward the mark for the prize? If that's not the path that you're on, I beg you, abandon course right now. Abandon course right now. Change direction for the sake of your family, for the sake of your future, for the sake of the life that God has trusted you with. Name them Manasseh. Name them Ephraim. Give it to God. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.